today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Huge news from the Hamilton Spectator this morning. It's now looking for a new home, roughly 180 people looking for new jobs. All of this after Torstar Corporation announced it's closing the Hamilton Printing and Mailroom Operations at 44 Frid Street. It says that closure will happen on or around August 24th. Uh, Here to shed some light on what this means to uh, not only the Hamilton Spectator but the, the community is Marvin Ryder, business professor, DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University, joining us in studio. Thanks for coming in. Glad to be here. So this was a wow kind of moment today. It was. I'll have to give you two different answers to this. I wasn't expecting to wake up today and see this story, but on the other hand, I'm not completely surprised that it's happening. Generally speaking, newspapers across the country are seeing their readership diminish. Not hugely. It's not going down by 100% or 50%, but, you know, 4 or 5% a year. And certainly the students I teach at McMaster, uh, if they pay attention to a newspaper at all, it's only in digital form. And you can produce digital newspapers with a lot less infrastructure than you can with printed newspapers. So if I can take you back 15 years ago, uh, big bombshell news was when the Brantford Expositor stopped printing newspapers in Brantford and shifted their production to Hamilton. And this was seen as centralizing and justification of the infrastructure involved. And this is what today's announcement is. A tour star who owns the Hamilton Spectator has said, we're still going to print a newspaper, but we're going to centralize all our printing and, and basically subcontract it to a company called Transcontinental. Uh, to be perfectly candid, they have plants in Brampton and Vaughan and a few other places, so I'm not just sure which specific plant is going to be producing this, but this also matches what Toronto Star did two years, three years ago, excuse me, in 2016, when they ceased their printing presses at the foot of Young Street. Still a building there, and they still have people there, but the printing presses are gone. They, they subcontracted to Transcontinental. So this is a continuation of this, looking for cost efficiencies, looking to keep their, their costs down while the revenues from ads you know, stay where they are, kind of flat year over year. And uh, the bad news, of course, as you point out, people are losing jobs. The good news is the spectator is still going to be here, but probably in a less iconic building. Um, Perhaps maybe this could be good news. Maybe they'll be moving downtown into a lovely renovated space, teeming with the urban hip vibe or something like that. So your reporters that you know and love, including a CHML person, Scott Radley, who does the evening shows here, you know, I think they'll still be here and they'll still be doing journalism. It's just that the paper won't be printed here anymore. You mentioned it. The, the, the the newspaper industry, where it's been, where it's going, uh, it, it seems like this was only a matter of time uh, before this was going to happen. What do you think is going to happen with the building? Who who could move in there or what could move in there? Well, I think the first thing to note is the, the Spectator building, at least since my time period here in Hamilton. Uh, I When I moved to Hamilton, the Spectator was downtown, and everyone remembered it being downtown, and then it moved out you moved out, out, oh, all that way out into West Hamilton <laughs> yes, oh, <wow. laughs> uh, into this new new building at that time. Uh, the great thing about the Spectator building today is that it has access to the 403. So I can easily imagine a company who uh, wants some space, wants to have that kind of connection. Uh, on the other hand, um, I'll throw a weird one out there. Who knows what McMaster might want to do? McMaster, my employer... Uh, has the Innovation Park on Longwood. Well, Frid in that area isn't that far away. We we need office space to do research and what have you. And I think any number of people will be attracted to that space. So I don't think it's going to sit vacant for 
10, 20, 30 years, I'm sure somebody will move into it sooner rather than later. And it's not really appropriate space for a warehouse. So that means a more active space, more jobs coming in there, but they won't be of a printing nature. So there'll be no transition from the one group of people to the next. Is it a facility that can be kind of partitioned and several businesses can be there? It could. Uh, uh, I'd have to know a little more. There's a central um, there's a central stairway that runs through the building, but I think only one set of elevators. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to figure out a way to do that. I don't really think it's appropriate for condo development. So I don't think anyone's going to rush in and try to do a a commercial to residential conversion. But we have been told over and over again that uh, commercial real estate is a bit of a scarce commodity here right. in Hamilton, and that if you really need industrial slash commercial space, you've got to look at the South Mountain, uh, say off Rymel Road or, or at least south of the Lincoln Alexander Parkway. Uh, so I think, it, I think it will turn over fairly quickly. And, and that's another part to this story. Not only do they save some monies, but they get a cash injection when they sell that building. But it does mean a disruption of people. And that's, you know, people get used to, we get used to the way we commute in the morning. We get used to the way we park the car and stop for a cup of coffee. And, and disruption is, is not a happy thing. But it is part of the evolution in a digital medium. We're in May. This is going to happen on or about August 24th, according to Torstar. Is that is that quick in industry standards? Um, in in a sense, like I, I would tell you, they they probably had much of this worked out a week or two ago, and then right. waited till today to make the announcement. You you don't uh, the the kind of volumes of printing we'd be talking about for transcontinental printing are just not easily transferable on a dime. So you'd have to negotiate this. Um, I think the interesting question is whether the in, internal people got word of this say yesterday, and we're only learning about this today. I would hate to think, I would hate to think that people woke up this morning with the Spectator and discovered this as a front page story, and that was the way they were briefed. I like to believe Torstar is better managed than that. So uh, three months, no, that's that's a pretty decent period of time, at least to move your operations. Whether the building will be sold in that three month period, it could take until the end of the year. But in that in that scoop of things, it's still a, just a heartbeat. Uh, President and CEO of Torstar, John Boynton, saying that the, the spec isn't going anywhere. And I think that's encouraging for yes. not only the employees that are there that, that are still going to be there, but the readers of the newspaper as well. Yes, and the Hamilton Spectator, I should note this, has kind of bucked uh, the national trend. In other words, with readership numbers going down for something like the Toronto Star and even the Globe and Mail, uh, the Spectator has, if anything, had gone through a bit of a renaissance in recent years. That its, its readership had gone up ever so slightly, uh, and or at least had bucked the trend of going down. And I give great credit to Paul Burton, uh, the editor, the publishers, etc., that they found a way to stay relevant and. Um, they are still doing great journalism. We think of the Code Red series, for instance, exposing some of the challenges in, in Hamilton's poor neighborhoods. And we think of the work they did around the Red Hill Expressway, exposing the, 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 the um, dubious quality of, of asphalt yeah. in those areas. They're still doing great journalism there, so they are still quite relevant. And I think in that way, by hyper-emphasizing their connections to Hamilton, they remain relevant. The problem, though, is still these people who are 20 to 30 years of age, usually childless, I find that having children suddenly gets you interested in your local news because you need to know what's open, what closed, what have you. But if you're a footloose and fancy-free 25-year-old, you don't feel you need a newspaper. And so the time that we start to adopt has shifted to an older age, but I think they're still quite relevant. We could run. Very much appreciate you coming in today. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you. I will. Marvin Ryder uh, from the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.